a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me, John. Hamish. Thank you. <laughs> I'll join you good, sir. <laughs> I realise, actually, John's normally someone who solicits for prostitution. Yes, was, there's a slight pause there. <laughs> yeah. And I am the hooker. Can you guess what we are? And Jack is an undercover detective. What are we? <laughs> no, that's not it. Uh, ahoy to me, Judas. Jack. Okay. Oh, so I'm one of the bad ones. Yes, or you're you're my friend who I go out soliciting prostitutes with, but you dumped on me. <laughs> we told our wives we were going to play darts. You Judas me and went, I probably should let you know where we are. Uh, I'm Peter. We, of course, we are Jesus' apostles today. We are. Yeah. Which, and I'd like to completely take back any notion that that's what they got up to. <laughs> I know. It's well known. It's well written down what they did for team building, and it was often a lot of uh, sharing of ideas and meals. Even though you did have a lot of confidence that you'd be forgiven. (laughs) 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 Sort of a uh, yeah, yeah, sort of a free pass. But (laughs) but all power to them. From what I can gather, they didn't. They didn't use it. Certainly doesn't say it in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, haven't read the whole thing, but I feel like if it did, we would have heard about it. Ahoy also to Dan uh, from Belfast who uploaded at hamishnanny.com. Very easy to use system, what he's been up to. Hi lads, Dan from Belfast here. Before you start the show today, I have a preposition for you. I don't know how this has never happened before, but I want you to take Chit Chat Champions and create the Chit Chat Championships. I'm talking group stages, quarterfinals, semifinals, <laughs> the grand final we would have the literal chit-chat champion. See yous. <laughs> <laughs> nice thing wow, to ponder. What a pitch. Thanks, what Dan. A pitch. Yeah, we should get Love a pitch with a mic drop in it, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, here's what you do, guys. Mm. You take boxing, you take bare knuckle fighting. I call it UFC. You put him in a cage, yeah. you, have, you, have, you have five minute rounds. Anyway, that's my idea. Take it away and see. This could work. Um, I would like the floor to start the show today, if that's okay. Yeah. Because an ongoing saga got put to bed a little while ago, but it certainly fractured us for a while as a three. Mm-hmm. And I certainly th- saw the the most friction between the Beard Boys as I'd ever seen. You guys have had a very strong reliance. For a second, I thought we were talking about um, hollow chickens versus a whole lot more chickens. chickens. That was one. But this one happened after that where, Haim, you and I were trying to help out Jack um, by offering him a TV show idea. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I loved this idea. <laughs> yeah. Came up, I, 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 this popped into my head, this TV show idea, mm. and I said, Jeff, I think this has got legs. Yep. And the idea for the, if I'm correct here, Anna, the refresher, there's a refresher for everyone, it's called Celebrity Medicine Cabinet. Mm. Go over to someone's house. There's a few kinks we need to iron out. Mm. They can't, it works best if they don't know you're coming, but they obviously do know you're coming, but we sort of need them to play ball. Knock on the door. Oh, Toddy Goldsmith. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's pick someone else. Oh, you pick, uh, you'd be the... You'd Barack be the, Obama. Yeah, hi, Barack Obama. Yeah. It's Hamish Nandy here. Or oh, actually, we're not the hosts. Yeah. Um, it's Scott Cam here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I what? thought I was the host. 
Okay. No, you were, no, you you were never the host. host. We're the production be, company, Jack. We're behind, behind the scenes. Oh, I thought I was hosting it. No, part no, owner. Jimmy. It's probably like no. Jimmy Fallon or someone that's like. Yeah, it's Jimmy Fallon here. So hey, what was I meant to do then? You were meant to sell it. We were making. This is the business of television. Anyway, okay. Retake. Uh, Barack Obama. Oh, hey, Jimmy, how are you going? That's right, Barack. You put yourself, you, you ended yourself in, and we've selected you for Celebrity Medicine Cabinet. Oh, yeah. my God. Come in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go into the bathroom. All right, let's take us through the Celebrity Medicine Cabinet. Okay. Gee, a uh, lot of um, lot of cotton buds. What's all this about? Oh, well, you know, I'm a little bit embarrassed, but I do clean out my ears, and I like to clean out my nose. What? what? That's really weird. All right, but we're learning a lot about you, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> et cetera. Yeah. We go through the medicine cabinet, creams, pills, Every, some, nothing's some that, off some limits. That, some that have been expired. Oh, you had that for a while. Is it cleared up now? That know, kind that's of Michelle's. Yeah. Well, it does say Barack on it. <laughs> like, so a lot of good fun to be had. Pretty voyeuristic. You go through someone's medicine cabinet. Everyone enjoys it. Now we said, look, Jack, we're not interested in hosting this. Um, but the business of TV is there's a place you can go, you can sell formats. Yes. And so we went, look, me and Andy own 51%. Yep. You own 49 Was mm-hmm. that the split? I think so. That's what we offered. But you have to do all the work, Jack. Yep. You have to like go to package Khan. it up, go overseas. Oh, no, yep. you package up, get interest. But we would all, but the idea was we'd all go to Khan, yes. where you've been recently, Ando, to the, this, there's this big like TV Convention. festival in the south of France. Yeah. And you can sell formats. Yep. So. I was really looking for a way for us to go to Cannes, mm. for me to not have to do much. Jack, you'd organize the meetings mm-hmm. yep. and like the font and like the packaging. But if we sold it, it would just be a win for the show. Yep. Yes. That was the idea. Then it but became, Jack, Jack just kind of took, basically tried to steal the whole idea from us. Well, I can't really remember, but I, if it's got anything of how I feel now, like I would still, I would still be a downer on it. <laughs> just because, like, of all, all the work involved in it, and yeah, but we gave you the idea. Yeah. Putting you yourself own, out there, no, no, you we'd, we'd all be at, we'd all be at the meetings, but you could still own forty nine percent of a million dollar idea. Yeah. So, would it be fair to say that we've since cut Jack out? Ham, is that what we feel that we're at? Or from where I remember leaving it, I think we gave him a week. We said, "Hey, Jack, come back next week and present us with what I thought was going to be like a jingle credits, mm. um, maybe mm. a bit more of a fleshed out idea, just to, to sort of go, guys, I'm going to earn my forty nine percent here, and I'm going to be part of the team." And instead, Jack came back the next week, and he'd registered all the domains, yep, and he like, le- he like legally tried to push <laughs> us out of the project. It was like a hostile takeover. Right. Yep. So when you looked it up online. All the internet history was about how this was an original Jack Post idea and if you heard any different, Hamish and Andy were lying. So yeah, yeah. before we even really got business cards made, it was like a usurping and then that's what was sort of dead in the water. Sorry about that. Since then, Jack that was hasn't, a good move. Was hasn't clever? paid his website domains. Mm. So they are now back and open for business, <laughs> just so you know. I've had a look at that. <laughs> um, but yes, as you mentioned, Ham, I had to go to this television convention the yeah, other day and I thought it'd be remiss of me not mm-hmm. to pitch celebrity medicine cabinets to okay. as many people as I went around. That's Spoke it. to Amazon, interested. Spoke to someone at a big company called ITV, which is um, studios. They do a lot of shows out of the UK. I said, I've got a show for you. He said, I've heard it on the podcast. So that was incredible. Interested. That was ve- or aware. Uh, aware. Aware. I wouldn't say interested. I can say aware. I also uh, pitched to Warner Brothers. Uh, a fellow called Adam Steinman, who is the head of Warner Brothers uh, International um, Acquisitions um, out of the US. And I've recorded the pitch for you just to just see. Just before we get to this, Andy, I'd like to just check something with Jack. Jack, are you still 
to use your words, a downer on the idea? Are you out? For, you're out of the deal. I'm 100% out, yeah. I just wipe my hands of it. Even if it, best of luck to you guys, and if it becomes a huge success, egg on my face, mm-hmm. I just don't believe in the idea. <laughs> glad, glad he wasn't there for the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, just so, <laughs> thanks, Jack. Um, so as you can see, I uh, got to admire admire the dedication <laughs> to only doing things that uh, that sing to you. Yes, um, uh, that's fair. Thank you for thank you for your honesty. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's how it went with Adam. Okay, I'm here with Adam Steinman. Welcome, by the way. It's great to be here. Here's the concept. Yeah, it's called celebrity medicine cabinets. Right. <laughs> So the celebrity takes the host into their house, the host opens the celebrity's medicine cabinet and then forages through and and asks them about all the ailments they've had in their life. So, for instance, oh, Chris Pratt, tinea ointment. How often are you dealing with tinea? Listen, this feels like through the keyhole to me with drugged up celebrities. I I like it. I actually think it's a a clever way to do a chat show. Would celebrities... Mm buy in, do they? I think they would. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, because often there's weird drugs that we don't know about, like, you know, oh, Fioxel. Beyonce, what's that? She's like, oh, that's for, I get too much earwax. It helps kind of dissolve my earwax. Like, no, but I think I think celebrities want to want to seem normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, especially in America, <laughs> there's confession complex. There's almost this currency, this, this sort of value in being... F- up. Yeah. Um, I would consider mm. this. Okay. Yeah. Good. Seriously. I think it's a clever idea. Thank you. I think it's quick hits. Yeah. It's totally bingeable. Yeah. I think there's the potential for um, maybe brand sponsorship, maybe a, a bear um, or, 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 or a Pfizer. Or, or a huge pharmaceutical company. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I take a serious look at it. Yeah. Thank you. Jack. I take a serious look at it. Well, I Did bet you, they, don't they all say that when you're schmoozing the phone top of Do you hear the noise of the train leaving the station <laughs> and you standing there with your sad little stick with the handkerchief tied on the end of it going, could have hopped on that train. <laughs> yeah. No one was checking the back freight carriages. I could have been on that train so, to hey, Success Town. If you contract, uh, contact Obama, I'll get on to Jimmy mm-hmm. Fallon. Yeah. It, I li- it's one of the key things you do in pitches too is use yeah. big names like Chris Pratt and Beyonce. <laughs> Because when you picture that, you're, I actually started thinking, oh, that's a great show. I mean, yeah, that's, you got wow, Beyonce. Wee, gee, you don't see Beyonce talking about her titty much. Or whatever, whatever it was. But I like that he goes, that I would look at that, yeah. which is such a good American TV exec thing to say, yeah. rather than I am going to look at that. Yeah. I, I would look at that. Right, right. When? <laughs> and will you? When, when, how, will how, how, how might we get to that stage? <laughs> These ones still coming in real fast at hamishnady.com, which we appreciate. So let's get in some power moves. You want to kick us off? And uh, this is one, first time we've ever had a redacted name or or asking for anonymity. That's how powerful this power move is. It comes from someone who's involved in the court system. It's a a legal power move, but it's, so it's a government power move, they, Mm -hmm. they refer to it as. They're a registrar. In the courts, I guess. Mm-hmm. Please don't use my name or what court. But one of my tasks is to sit in the court with the magistrate and run the courtroom. So when the magistrate is talking excessively and it's time for lunch or the end of the day, 
I wait for a break in their talking. I then stand up and confidently tell the courtroom, silence, all stand, please. And as the entire room stands facing the magistrate, the magistrate is forced to stand and accept that the court is adjourned and leave the room. Small win for the staff. I love it. I do love it. We face a similar situation here doing the podcast where we're like, oh, quite a way past 12.30. I wonder, uh, silence, all stand, please. (laughs) Lunch. Uh, From Nick McCormick, Cam. Hi, fellas. An ice cream-based power move for you. That's good. He goes, we're Kiwis living in Melbourne. This is him and his partner. And he goes, and my Australian auntie invited us to an ice cream in Belgrade, which is a 40-minute drive from home. (laughs) She gave us the address of the place to meet her there. When we arrived, we're waiting for her for a few minutes on the corner, and then we called to see where she was, and she just said on the on the call, "I've been and gone, guys, but enjoy your ice cream." <laughs> oh, oh, we're all having an ice cream together today. <laughs> we'll all we'll all be able to write in our diaries that today we had an ice cream. But how sorry, how concurrently did you want it to happen? <laughs> really good one, Ando. Uh, this is very, this is high stakes, this one. Um, and it's for a very select group. It comes from Chloe. She goes, as you're lying on your deathbed, (laughs) it doesn't get much bigger than this. Tell one of your loved ones that you have something very important to tell them about themselves. Mm. Then die. We'll leave them questioning what it was you were going to tell them, even though you had nothing to tell them. So, yeah, it doesn't get much. (laughs) You'd have to, I mean, who knows what it will feel like as we take those last few breaths. But if if you begin to get the sense like, yep, okay, I can feel it coming on here, there'll be a small bit of relief to go, oh, great, I can do the move. Because if you get something wrong, (laughs) if I go, Eddie, come here. That's something I've always wanted. To, you need to know about yourself. Yes. <sighs> there you go. You're just closing. Still your see your breathing. <laughs> still see the pulse in your neck. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was going. <laughs> Would you mind yanking that cord for me? No, hang on. I, actually, and here's the thing. God, I'm just not going. Am I? I just can't get this timing right. <laughs> um, great. If you can pull it off, great. Um, this one comes. <laughs> 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 no, it's good. Like, good luck with your death. Um, this comes in from Guy. Um, power move. When someone tells you about something they've just purchased that they're very, very excited about, <laughs> congratulate them and then say, you know what, I've seen a ton of them popping up on Gumtree lately. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Um, don't mind this one, Guinea. Going to give it a crack. Comes okay. in from Nathan. Um, it can work anywhere, but he says best in a cafe, uh, ideally a two-person table. Uh, extra points if it's a four-person table. Makes it slightly harder if it's a four-person square table. Um, when you sit down at the table, don't bring your chair in. Pull the table <laughs> <for> you. <laughs> this will cause everyone else at the table to then shuffle themselves over a bit. Like the little peasants they are. So really harsh language there, Nath. Great move. I love it. Time for one more? Yeah, let's go. This is from Isaac. Power move. When someone's talking about a movie, and I stress, do this for any movie. When someone's talking about a movie that they've just watched that's really good to a group, say to them and the group, the book is a lot better. 
Doesn't yeah. matter what movie, this makes you look a lot more intelligent. Always, <laughs> even if there's no book. Dude, where's my car? Oh, the book's a lot. Books, 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 so good. You actually don't find out the last page where the car is. Ando, mm-hmm. as we mentioned, slide parties back on. Yes. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Hundreds of years after it was first discussed on the show. Do they still have slides? Do planes still have slides? I thought yeah. they may have invented another emergency escape, but no. Just the whole, no, that's, they've still got them. We've, we're probably coming in here at the last piece of, yep. the last bit of the slides the ever to be used. But it's still just as exciting as ever, as we pointed out. Mm. Excitement sky high. Strengthen your ankles. In order. Everybody. Strap up your ankles, strengthen them now, start mm. doing some toe raises, mm. get your ankles strong mm. if you are coming on the slide party. We also, you know, for many years on the show, have done special skills. Yes. One of the things we like to do is to talk to someone beforehand and yeah. go, is it good enough to get you in here, get a gauge of it? I've got one here that, whilst it has nothing to do with planes, mm. just thinking ahead to what that show will be, where we're going to do the whole show from a plane mm. that's slowly taxiing, and then <laughs> at the end we jump down, the mm. end, I assume we'll jump off the slide. Mm. You know, just think about a bit of entertainment for the plane. That's important. Would it be great to have a special skill, kind of end the year with a fun special skill that everyone can watch? And so as I'm going through the emails, my that's the filter I'm applying. Great idea. Would this be the kind of thing you'd like to see on a plane? <laughs> <laughs> now, to pass the time. Yeah. Again, I must stress this has nothing to do with a plane. In fact, <laughs> it's very much something you would never see on a plane for reasons that will become clear, yeah. for mostly for quarantine um, and biosecurity <laughs> reasons. Okay. But... Connor writes in, he's 20 years old, yeah. he goes, I can peel any banana mm. in under two seconds perfectly. Wow. Every single time. Two seconds. Without it breaking. Get get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly on an emergency think about, slide. <laughs> think, think about how fast two seconds is. So yeah. my questions to him are going to be, because we'll, we'll get him up in a second. Does he mean that banana's completely out of the skin in two seconds? And intact. Just think about how fast that has to be. Yeah. How's true. he doing that? Like, is, it, is he holding it, it. A between plane, the knees? I would love to see that. That's what I'm thinking. If, if, if he describes us, this is the test for us. Yeah. Let's chat to him. If he describes it to us in such a way that we're thinking, I'd love to see that, I think it's safe to say a whole plane would like to see that. And, and we could absolutely bring the house down. And having a banana on a plane is a rare thing. Not allowed yeah. to take fruit on the plane. It might be so great that planes bring a certain person on that can do this in any delayed moment. So yep. if you go, sorry, your plane's delayed today, and like, oh, but don't worry. Engineering it, problem. It means that we'll get to see a guy unwrap yes, a banana. You, get, you <laughs> so, get to see Bob the Banana Man. <laughs> oh, yes. yes, yes. yes. <laughs> He's in town. We fly him around the country. <laughs> and he'll come, he'll come, on to, come on to do a gig. Connor okay. the Banana Guy. Okay. Uh, Connor's here then. Uh, here. Um, Let's get him up. Connor, Con- I'll hold you. Ahoy, how are you guys? Oh, oh, we're great. Ahoy, Connor. Hey, what's the first question you have for Connor? Is that banana, first of all, is two seconds genuinely the time? Yeah, two seconds is like the, I'd say it's the average time. It gets better and it gets a little bit worse as well. But you're that's pulling like the sub, you're pulling <laughs> sub twos? Oh, yeah. On a good day, I can pull sub twos every time. Okay, okay. how are you timing this? Because I also am in my head imagining you. Have you ever seen competitive Rubik's cubing where they have the cube in front of them? Yeah. They, have their, they have their hands on the timing mat. As yeah. soon as they take their hands off the mat, the timer starts. They, you know, they yeah. do the Rubik's cube in like 10 seconds, put their hands back down on the mat, and that's the time. 
That's how I'm imagining yeah, well, it. How do you how do you time yourself? Well, that's where it came from. Was I used to be into Rubik's cubing, and then it <laughs> translates well to bananas. Wow. So you've got the mat. You've got a mat. No, I don't. But I just get someone to time it for me. And okay. does the banana start in your hand? Yeah. Yeah. It has to. You're that's burning good. a half a yeah. second on yeah. pick up and put down. No. And the banana comes out intact, doesn't it? Kind of like perfectly intact. Yeah, it does. Yeah. No peel attached. No peel. The banana just by itself. Yeah. Any banana? <laughs> like, does it depend um, on the ripeness or? I'd say most, of, like if it's an old brown one, Yeah. it's a bit tricky if it's really soft or really okay. young and the peel doesn't come off properly. Okay. At the end of the two seconds, on a good peel, mm. at the end of the two yep. seconds, the banana is out of the skin. Yeah. Nude banana. Completely naked banana. <laughs> yeah. Well, I might have underpants on, but you can't. <laughs> you get a shock if you see that. How many peels are you doing? Yeah, great question. Three, four? Oh, one to two. Two don't hands at a time? Are you holding it between your us, knees? Don't tell us anymore okay. because I think it's okay. enough okay. for okay. us to put. Yeah. Actually, put him on hold for a second, please, Jack. Yeah. He can't hear you. I feel like we should invite him. I think it's absolutely what we'd like to see on a plane. What a bit. But also, I don't Was he to... clear to you? Mm-hmm. About does it need the stem or not on the top? Go back to him. So he can hear you guys now. Okay, Connor. Mm. Yeah. Do you need the stem on the top? It's easier with the stem, but you can do okay, it without. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll okay, put it. I'll okay. phrase it another way. Describe to me your dream banana. <laughs> <laughs> the dream banana would be like a, a big stem on top and a nice long banana, and then a big bit on the bottom as well. But not too green, I would think. Because then you're not going to yes. get any snap. No, not too green. Okay, so a perfectly ripe, yep. long-stemmed, long banana. Connor, what's the yeah. the most amount of people you've done this in front of at one time? Uh, eight people, I'd say. I was practicing <laughs> last night. Um, okay. Yeah. Connor, we've got a proposition for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have heard that the emergency slide party is back on where we'll be jumping um, out of our, at, at risk to our ankles, we'll be jumping out of the Rex plane and onto emergency slide coming up to finish the year. Yeah. We'd love you to come on and do mm-hmm. it for the entire plane. That's if you have interest in going down an emergency slide. I definitely do. <laughs> well, everyone definitely. Does. Yes. Well, now we're going to have a slide with lots of banana peels at the top for everyone to slip. I mean, it does produce more worries for ankles. We've got banana peels all over the plane. Now it's become like a Mario Kart course. So, um, very dangerous for ankles, this party. Connor, it'll be, I think, is it the first special skill we've ever done in front of a live, live studio audience. audience. Yeah. So extra it kind pressure. It has to be, doesn't it? Uh, um, Connor, are you up for that? I'm definitely up for that. We oh, will great. We'll obviously uh, put you on uh, hold and get your details and make Hang sure on. you can arrive. Yep. Yep. One more question, Connor. Do you ever see that? You see this fact floating around from time to time going, oh, you know, open the banana from the bottom. That's how monkeys do it. Have you ever heard that fact? What's yeah. your response to that? Oh, if you're enjoying a banana, a nice slow banana, I think the bottom's the way to go. You pull the sl- little hard bit out. That's a slow peel, is it? Yeah. A ledger peel. Right. A so ledger peel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if it's the off-season, yeah, you're yeah, just exactly. doing it for yeah. the love of the sport. Yeah, not for the sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So but, yeah. Yet again, so, but we do, I believe, you know, I always hear that fact and go, why are we, who cares what monkeys are doing? Like, they just, yeah, exactly. they're throwing poo at each other. Yeah. Like, we are, yeah. we're more advanced. Yeah. They're not in the competition. Yeah, we're doing it the right way, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. We're doing yeah, it the faster so. way. 
<laughs> yeah, and we have yeah. iPhones. We're the best. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Connor, we will see you in a few weeks' time, mate. Thanks very much for joining us. Great. Thank you. Good on you, mate. God, what awesome. a guy. Awesome. Can't wait. Sub twos? Guys, could be a fun new little segment here called Hamish, Jack and Andy are a jury of three. <laughs> Ah, gone are the days of needing nine. If you you want a majority and one seems a bit unfair, go the next odd number. So um, That is not a bad idea, actually. I imagine it's difficult to get, because with jury duty, right, they obviously send out the letter, then everyone tries to wriggle out of it. Well, I mean, you're not meant to, but that's the (laughs) general vibe. They must... We wouldn't be the first people here, like, talk, putting ourselves in the judge's position. Like, the judge, it's not their job, I suppose, to fill the jury, but whoever's job it is to present, you know, nine people. Yeah. They must look at it from time to time and go, God, this was so hard to get nine. Getting nine people together for anything these yeah. days. It's, it's difficult. It's difficult. They must just go, it's so hard to get nine I mean, together. It's, if it's we split hard, this up it's into compulsory. three. It's going yeah. to be compulsory under we, law if, to do it. It's still yeah, hard. If we, if we did threes, we'd be getting three, three times as many days. <laughs> Have you guys ever been called up for it? Because I've wriggled out once. Have you wriggled? I've yeah. never been. I've never been called up. To my knowledge, there there was certainly uh, decades of my life where a lot of mail went unopened. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Ham. And how'd I'll, you get out, Jack? I got a letter from the. Well, this is when I first started at Gold, the radio station. I got a letter from the boss saying that he's newly appointed in the breakfast show and he can't take any time off. Right. That's, that that's good enough. That's good enough. They gave they gave us a thumbs up. But I suppose no one can take time off. Like, that's the point. Exactly. Like, Isn't that... Was it because you're, like, communicating with the masses or something? Or if it was a pro- if it's the producer on your show, would your boss have said... No, I, I think it's because... Uh, well, I know why they wanted to do it, because it's a brand new show, so they're like, we can't have yeah, one I of know, the... but that's, that's not in the nation's <laughs> justice interest. That <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne hears the correct mix of classic rock <laughs> and banter from Christian and Jack. <laughs> maybe, the, I guess, maybe the jury, or maybe the courts thought, mm. uh, if he's on the radio, maybe he'll talk about the case, so best lose no, it. I don't think they no, went no. that I far. Think they gave it, I think they gave it real consideration. <laughs> I think they sent back a letter going, yeah, right, and is it an on-air role? <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. and he's done many test shows with Christian. A few, they have great chemistry. Okay, has he got his own segment? He's finding his feet. Yeah, right. That is a that is a critical part of anyone's on air journey. We we won't take him. Okay, let us know. Maybe later in the year we'll have a look at it. If he's got a sort of a regular segment he could pre-record, we'll slide him in for a quick breaking and entering, but certainly not a murder or anything that will take too long. And I'm still looking for that regular segment now. <laughs> Five years later, keeping you out of jury duty. Um, well, the regular segment could be. Hey, Miss Jack and <laughs> Andy, a jury of three. Um, had to drop off something at my parents' house, walked in on them mid-dispute. Yeah, right. And I couldn't get the, the, the details of it, but hey, um, and Jack, you both know mm. mum and dad well, but mum uh, is disabled and she can't walk all that well and she has to tell, she has to self-report every time she falls over, right? Mm. And... Apparently, she's very she, honest. She would be doing good reporting. Apparently, Dad has questioned the reporting. <laughs> right. Who's she reporting yeah. to? Dad. Okay. <laughs> Who's he reporting to? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like an arbitrary but, Lee family rule. But so he what, just wants a report filled out. What I heard was, but I didn't hit the ground. Right. Okay, <laughs> so, okay. so yep. Mum was arguing. I think that 
for it to be a fall, she has to have hit the ground. So she was arguing stumble. Yes. Mm. Keep yes. this one off the books. <laughs> <laughs> Cashy. <laughs> so what I thought is we should call mum now. Get the full details. Yeah. And <laughs> well, I mean, this is the right show to do it. Not because not I think we're excellent jury members, but for a show that invests so much time into incredible drops, surely we can do fall or not. Yeah, like, exactly. We think heavily about whether or not something approached the earth in the right way. <laughs> uh, Jack, would you mind um, putting in my mum's number there? Mum and dad. Calling now. Margaret Lee speaking. Yes. Oh, Margaret uh, Lee spe- speaking on Michael's phone. That's nice. Yes, it is, it is. Um, and who, who am I speaking to? Your son. Well, I was hoping you might be able to pick up on it. And Hamish Andy, is here as well. Andy Lee speaking on <laughs> oh, Hamish oh, and Andy's phone. Andy. What do you want, dear boy? <laughs> We're here. Marg, I hope in the rush to answer the phone you didn't stumble or you would have needed to report that to Mike <laughs> under what we hear is the fall, the self-reporting fall system. Is, well, are, you fami- are you familiar with he, the system? He is currently hanging out the washing, mm. so I can't really, um, I can't tell you anything about that. <laughs> you, 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 you're so scared you only talk about the subject in his presence. What has Dad done to you? Um, well, this is perfect, Mum, while he's out the back. We just wanted to get a full idea. Last time I was around, it seemed like you guys were having a dispute uh, over no, of... Discussion, probably, but more of it this. We, usually, we don't have disputes. We have discussions. Mm-hmm. I heard that Mike was shaking his head. <laughs> About what? About you with regards to the fall. Oh, yes, yes, yep. The way it was reported to me, Marg, was Andy believes he came into the house on and heard a discussion between you and Mike over whether or not you had indeed had a fall or a stumble that day. As I understand it, you need to report those to Mike. Now, Mike (laughs) was annoyed. (laughs) He's returned. He's now listening. No, Mike. Now, Marg, Andy believes he heard the phrase, I didn't hit the ground, so I don't have to report it. That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) So what we thought, we'd start a new segment called Hamish, Jack and Andy are a jury of three, where I'm glad we've got you here, Dad, as well. Um, Mum's meant to be reporting all falls. Um, we're going to decide whether it was indeed a fall or not. So, Mum, can you please tell us what happened? Well, I don't know which one you're talking about. <laughs> well, you do fall a lot, yes. Okay. <laughs> what would you classify it as, Mark? I don't want to put words into your mouth. If it's not a fall but it's not standing up straight, what, what was it? <laughs> it's usually a close call. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We've had plenty of those with our legal department here at the show. <laughs> um, so, Mum, you're meant to report all falls to Dad. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Mum, you don't think you need to report all falls. Dad, do you think she has to report all falls to you? Well, we when we go to the doctor, he says, how many falls have you had? And Mum will say, oh, I don't remember any. And usually I have to remind her that she has had a couple of falls, even though it's a near miss where she hasn't hit the floor. Mm. She's hit the bed or hit the couch. Uh, Okay, so Mike, let me see if I understand your rationale here. You are arguing that a fall is the commencement of the movement from standing where you're now just falling under gravity. Regardless of whether the corner of a bed saves you or not, Mm. that counts as you were on your way. You were on your way to the floor, but you're lucky enough to be met by a cushion or a couch. Yes, yeah. Well, that's that's a fall, according to... 
the doctor. Right. Even a near right. miss. Uh, your, your physio says it's a near miss, Mark, and you should report it. Report it. So, Mum, what do you feel about that? I mean, what was the the most recent one you were arguing over was in the laundry, I I believe. What happened in the laundry? Well, I was just going into the laundry and I managed to go towards the laundry floor. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't want to say fall. I managed to approach the floor in an unorthodox fashion. (laughs) And and do you think not worth reporting? No. (laughs) Well, I think we've heard enough. If you guys feel like you've represented both sides well enough there, Mum and Dad? Yep. Yes. Yes. No, I'm right, but anyway. No, this is where it comes down to a jury of three. (laughs) Jack, Hamish and I, we just have to say fall. Or, or no fall. Um, start with you, Ham. Can I say a bit more? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. A member of the jury doesn't do usually do a closing summation, but I can't help but hearing in this relationship between Marg and Mike, you've got one the very strict rules interpreter mm. who likes to keep tallies of things and report them. And the other a little faster and looser. <laughs> I can't help but seeing a little bit of Hamish and Andy and Marg and Mike. And so I would be betraying the Hamish of the situation if I was to say anything but a near miss is not a fall, it's a part of life. And I I think if yep, I think if Marg's if Marg's it sounds like she's clever enough, she's got the cat like reflexes enough to know, look, yeah, sometimes you might approach the floor, but you always do it around a table or a, a sink. Or a bed, you catch yourself, nothing to see here, yeah. move on, life is for the living. I say no fall. Jack? I, I should point out that I am full. I'd like it all. <laughs> I'd like all things reported accurately. Thank you. Uh, Jack, you've got the deciding vote. Mark, a close call is not a fall. <laughs> well saved. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. I know who my friends are. <laughs> Which that statement seems to think that I'm not. Your husband and your son are out. Me and Jack are in. <laughs> Thank you, you Thank two. You guys. Nothing soon. to see here. Keep it off the books. Love you both. Gentlemen, mm. we have all been away for the weekend with our partners. Yep. Now, often when you go for like, let's say, quiet reckon you're in the country or something, usually, quite quite often, and, you know, maybe more so if you've got kids, but the Saturday night activity is often just an, a relaxing night on the couch. Yes. Now, that usually comes with the prospect of someone nominating what to watch. Yes. Great if you've got something on the go, if you've got a series on the go. But I don't know about you guys, but sometimes for us, the Saturday night viewing, the weekday nights are for series. Yes. Um, usually one hour of drama and a cleansing half hour of comedy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm very similar. Very similar. Uh, half hour of comedy to flush. Yes. Um, or ideally even a 20-minute comedy yep. um, to flush out the system before you go to bed. That can commence it. If that commences somewhere near 8 o'clock, you're getting towards bed by 10 o'clock. Everybody wins. Yep. Now, on Saturday night, sometimes, um, you know, especially when you're in a different place, the prospect of like, well, what if we watch a movie? What yep. if we watch something special comes up? Now, I was away recently with Zoe. It's a Saturday night and I was, I, I, I it was getting, it was like Saturday lunch. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of beginning to look at the evening. What are we going to have for dinner? You know, do, like, oh, this is exciting. What are we going to watch tonight? <laughs> and I remembered 
that I had a friend of mine and he'd gone, oh, there's a great doco out. And he'd, and he'd, and he'd I'd forgotten the name, but he was, and I was like, look, a good docu, a good feature length yeah. documentary could be a winner. Yep. So I text him, I go, hey mate, sorry, what was the name of that docu that you said was great? He writes back, it's called In and of Itself by, he goes, it's incredible by a guy called Derek Delgado, right? It's a documentary about a magician. Never heard of it. Okay. Mm. About right, a magician. It's about a magician, right? And I go, is that going to be hard to get across the line with Zoe? It, yeah, right. In the magic so, so I text back and I go, here's the situation. We're away for the weekend. Mm. I'll be putting this forward as the suggestion for tonight's viewing. I obviously don't know anything about it. So I'm putting a lot of trust in you. Yeah, yeah. Um, he writes back and goes, couldn't be more familiar with this situation. I understand. Then two minutes later, he writes back and goes, don't do it. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I've thought about it. Don't yeah. do it. Smart. Don't do it. Smart. I don't want it on me. I don't want it on me. Yeah, good. Because um, you know not, who doesn't it? pull out? Ryan Sheldon, our friend. Yeah. Don't worry. We've got a rule about Rye's suggestions. <laughs> Rye, you just can't take one. Only yeah. flaw. He's only He's flaw. flaw. Yeah. Can't quite trust his recommendations. No. Um, so, yeah, I go, I go, right. right back at the, so, I thought you said it was amazing. It is. I loved it. It's the most incredible thing I've seen, you know, in, in a year. But don't. I, I just. It's, it, it's I am, too much you know, yeah. it's too much. Not just even for him. He's just like it's just crazy to go in blind. For, for, he's looking at it for me. He's yeah. like, for you to throw a blind suggestion in there. So I'm laughing as we're like at this lunch, and I go, "Hey, Zo, you know, this is what's going on." And he said, "Don't do it." Shares a bit of a laugh. Then we're on the couch, and it's, I think because he had a laugh, she had yeah. a laugh about him going, "Don't do it." She goes, "Let's watch it." So I was like, "Okay, well, this is great for you then, because you, go, it is a doc. Okay, it's a documentary. I mean, if something's a great documentary, yeah. it doesn't matter what the content is. We always okay. talk about Senna. Like, you know, that's probably one of the greatest docos of all time. You don't have to love Formula One. Yep. You don't even have to care about Formula One, but Senna is just a. I watched one last night on figure skating. There you go. Now, doesn't matter what it is. I would watch one on you know harpists. <laughs> yes. But if it's the best harpist in the world, and yeah. they. And something came happened. back from, you know, yeah. frostbitten fingers. Yeah. You want to watch that documentary. And if the Russians cheated in a harp competition. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, found out they had a robotic harp or something. And, it, you know, and, yeah. and, and this Austrian harpist, you know, played hard and clean and won the international <laughs> harp championships. Yeah. Like, that's a great narrative arc. Sure. So I go, okay, so here's the thing. It's this, it's this, it's this great doco. I look, on, I look online. It's listed as a documentary. Mm-hmm. Okay. We start playing it, and it's a guy that starts explaining his. It's it's like footage of his theatre show. So I go, okay, it must be opening with footage of his stage show. And he okay. explains, I've been doing this for five hundred and twenty-seven nights. It's a theatre in New York, and so you go, okay, waiting for the bit like the talking head or the yeah, backstory yeah. to kick in. Oh no! Five minutes in, it becomes apparent it's a filmed performance. <laughs> It's not a documentary. (laughs) So it's a documentary in the sense that it's an honest filming of his performance and it obviously is a stage show of some renown because it's been going for 527 nights. But I'm like, oh, this is not good. And so he goes, hang on a sec, are we just watching some guy's show? (laughs) (laughs) I had it sold in as a documentary. Yes. Um, But yes, this might be what it is. But having said that, you know, people... I've had two people recommend this. Like, okay. people rave about this. Let's stick it out. Yeah. So he's doing some great – It's like a, he's made up like this whole long story. It's a real performance. But within that, he's doing great magic. Okay. He's doing great, like, close-up card magic <laughs> and stuff, okay. which I appreciate. Yes. And Zoe does not. No. I'm more with Zoe. <laughs> so he, she's looking at me. So he does this trick where he's talking about how he learned how to cheat at cards, right? Mm. So he's got, a, he's got a completely random deck, shuffles it like 10 times, okay, Deals out four face-down piles just from the top, flips it over, he's dealt out all the suits. 
Yeah. Which is impressive. Yeah. So I go to Zoe, that's pretty amazing. She goes, why? They go, well, he shuffled it 10 times and he's dealt out blind the suits. She goes, and is that hard? Go, well, yeah, <laughs> that is, yeah, that's how she goes, well, I don't know magic. I yeah. go, but you know cards. <laughs> like, yeah. you know that that would be improbable. She's like, well, I don't really get it. It's like, okay, well, let's keep watching. So the next thing he takes up, like, let's say the pile of hearts. There's 13 cards. They're all random. He's saying that he can make it look like he's dealing from the top, but he's cheating at cards. So he's taking cards from anywhere in the deck. Okay. So he's got this deck of 13 cards. He goes, he, he looks at them, memorizes this random order they're in, makes it look like he's dealing them out one at a time from the top, spreads them out, he's dealt them in order. Yep. And I go, okay, do we get that? Do we understand why that's good? She goes, not really. And even if I did, I don't know why I've got to watch a whole movie about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is not, this is not working. To, at about the 40 minute mark out of desperation, I start pointing out people in the audience that look like they're having a good time. <laughs> so, so, so every time it cuts to the audience and there's there's like someone that I think Zoe would like, yeah. like like a you know a woman with like similar style to yeah. Zoe. I go, oh. she's having a good time. Oh. So I'm trying to peer pressure Zoe into feeling like she's missing out because the girl on screen's having a good time. Yeah. So maybe you can have a good time. We kill it at 40 minutes. Like yeah. it's an hour and yeah. a half. Okay. Zoe cans it at 40 minutes. Does that mean you don't watch anything? Like is that... Does that ruin we, your yeah, window? No, no, yeah, it kind of ruins the night. We probably pivoted to something else like yeah. a survivor or something. Yeah. So that's it leaves a bad taste in the mouth. During the week, mm. I watch the ending. Okay. Okay. And it's amazing. It is amazing. And I do recommend this. This is like almost just for the ending itself. Okay. But we're not doing it for a date night. Well, I I loved it, mm. right? And it's quite moving at the end. Like I you tear up. Like mm. it's, you know, it, I think it's bigger than magic, but okay. I don't want to oversell it. Anyway. Because I've teared up, I, I tried something last weekend that no man on earth has ever attempted. I resold it. You said, wow. <laughs> no, no, no. The boldest thing anyone's said, ever you done. Said, you said to Zoe, oh, we're going to have to watch the end. You're going to watch the end. So I go, can I be honest with you? Wednesday night while you're out, I watched the end. I cried. It's good, honey. I think you do want to see this. She's like, mate, it sucks. I don't like it. I was like, well, I'm insisting. I'm wow. insisting we do it. We go back in and <laughs> the nerve, like it seemed like a good idea. My nerves were sky high. Any dull bit, like any yeah. bit where he's like pausing for dramatic effect, I can see Zoe like reaching for her phone or something. <laughs> <laughs> she's like not in this. So I fast forward through, I like give her the gist of what's going on just yes. to get to this end bit, hoping she'll cry. It's a KO mini. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they just had a seven minute version. So we get to the end bit and I like, Settle it down. I set the scene. I think I do a pretty good job and, and sort of show her the last, mm. um, you know, seven or eight minutes. And Bill Gates happens to be in the audience. So okay. I try the trick again. I go, well, Bill Gates, like, yeah, show, he's, he's there. He's smart. And he's, you know, he's just like kind of you see, you glance, get a glance of him. So we do the end. Like we go through the end and it's this sort of like powerful moment. Look over. She's crying. And I go, well, what have we learned? Yeah. I think it was worth going back. Yeah. Wasn't it, honey? She's like, oh. Give me a break, man. I'm pre-menstrual. I'll cry at anything. It's not that good. <laughs> but I give it to people with a two-cry guarantee. In and of itself. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. 